0: I would really hate to um be like on the DMZ if oh North God. Korea decided to kick it off. It's no. like waves of North Korean troops just storming across the, the Well that, that's not even either, the problem. Like- it wouldn't
1: even be the troops because if it was the troops we can hold them. We got just as many people on the border. Mm-hmm. It's their artillery. Yeah. They yeah, have they have so, good so good many artillery pieces like dialed in on the DMZ. Like Seoul is in artillery range. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So like they're just going to launch a Artillery, artillery barrage.
2: They, I mean, they are way too close. <laughs> yeah, fifty million people
1: the, in Seoul. Fifty yeah, I mean, million people, dude. If it's within artillery range, that's that's crazy. Is it really fifty million? Fifty million people in the in the Seoul like, it's insane, man. The, the city never fucking ends.
2: Yeah. I kind of feel bad for the Koreans because like it's been so long, like. Y'all should either stood up and done something already, or
1: oh, I mean, the, dude, the South <laughs> Korean made are, the South Korean military is extremely capable. Mm-hmm. Like they have like two million people in their military, and you everybody serves in the military. It's like the Israelis. mandatory, service. yeah, mandatory service, and they're competent. Yeah. Um, like we only have like thirty thousand people on the peninsula. Yeah, so like that's why I feel I said, like
2: other than the the DMV, I feel like North Korea is probably overrated.
1: Yeah, to to some extent, they don't have the, like the 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 strengths of the U.S. military isn't even really like our technology, which it is, of course. It's our supply chain. We can yeah, continue to feed our. Well, people. that's what we I can, mean. Like, yeah, they can't I feel do like that after
2: a year of fighting. Like, they would just break down. A month. Yeah. A month, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I said a year, just giving them yeah. some kind of credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, the the, the, there the trick so there is if China comes in on
0: their side. Resistors. Yeah, that's, oh, well, that's a good point. Man, that's what happened good in the Korean War. Right? The only reason good it dragged out and turned into good the point. bloodbath that it was is because of the Chinese.
1: So if if it, if it happened as a result of like something we did, the Chinese, they probably wouldn't actively fight, but they would give them those yeah. logistics and those supplies to continue to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if North Korea went rogue and just like shelled Seoul, they would get nothing from China. Yeah. And they'd be fucked. They'd be done. That's true. You know, a month.
0: I mean, if anybody ever invaded North Korea, the Chinese would back them up. 100%. But if, well, if yep. North Korea ever fired a something. shot, then. Yep. I feel like North China's Korea kinda... wants
2: something. That's why they've been pressing buttons. Yeah, they, they don't they, they're not lights. They're not stupid. They they want they know a they're not check, man. Win a war. They
1: just want a stimulus <laughs> yeah. check. Yeah, essentially. It's essentially <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Pay us not to make nukes. Yeah. You know? yeah pretty much. Yeah, he knows kind what he's doing. The world's
2: just a freaking. Chessboard, <laughs> yeah.
0: it is. It is a chessboard that we were pawns in. Yeah, we were even, literal
1: pawns. Yeah, we, we were
0: not even like individual people. Like our unit in Spa and Esperwan was just one little pawn on the chessboard of Kandahar. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, for sure. A tiny pawn. Yeah. yeah, 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 very much so. Eighty guys on a little tiny dirt hill. Mm-hmm. Is it only and 80? one of whom is sitting with us right now? Yes, Dustin Spudders, yeah. infamous. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> now we are uh, Yep. Yes. Yeah. We're, uh, uh, we're sitting here with Dustin Smothers. Actually, I'm not sitting with anybody.
0: Yeah. I'm sitting Luke, here with who Dustin you sitting Smothers. With? So Smothers lives only about four hours from me. Yeah. I should say yep. Dustin, I guess. And he drove up and, uh, <laughs> was gracious enough to come up for a couple of days. And, but we've had a good time, man. It's been good hanging out. We have. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's different than mama. Yeah. It's pretty up here. Yeah. And it you're is. You're in the hardwood forest, appear in mountains. Yeah, you're getting yeah. away from that pine and the flat and the red clay and all that stuff. It is. I feel like Knoxville's kind of a transition between what I like to call upper South. You know, like like Kentucky, North yeah. North Tennessee, <laughs> <laughs> Virginia, yeah. or, well, Western Virginia, and, and so funny thing though,
2: uh, we had to drive up a mountain to get to where we were going to go fishing. Uh huh. And I hate heights, dude i was whining like a little girl pretty much the entire time going up that hill
0: (laughs) and we went up and over a little hill to go to and it's like uh
2: 90 degree turns literally like yeah you would take a 90 degree turn
0: and go up another yeah that's that's a a proper mountain road i mean that's like that's even colorado wyoming like as far as the actual climb now, granted, you're not doing it for six thousand feet like you would. Yeah, and, you no. know, and you're not starting auto. at six
1: thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it makes a big difference on the and poor, the trees uh, are there, so you yeah. don't get that like sheer
0: drop off feeling. Yeah, that's right. So. I've actually thought about that a lot hiking around here because you can get up on these mountains and you don't realize the steepness of them because yeah. the trees are right in on the right. trail. But if you were like out west, if you take all those trees away. You're looking straight down a straight down. And yes. it feels like you fall off of it. But here because of the trees you you are robbed of that illusion. Yeah. So you don't realize it until you stop and actually think. This is actually No, pretty I was steep.
2: thinking the entire drop out
1: there. I was like, <laughs> dude, one wrong turn and we are just Yeah. Um, Dustin, usually how we uh, we kick these things off is we kinda like give you the opportunity to give us a little bit of your background. Um, yeah. What you were doing before you joined the army? Why you chose to join mm-hmm. the army? Why you chose the infantry? And kind of your path that wound up with you at uh, Bravo Company One Six Four, and you know, in five minutes or less.
2: Yeah, you know, I didn't think about how I actually ended up at Bravo Company, but that's okay. So yeah, I think I was like nineteen years old, and I thought about joining the army. Short and simple. Thought about doing military intelligence, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Went to him. Everything was fine. Can't remember what happened, but I continued on with school for that next year and a half or so. So I'm 20 years old. Wanted to be a mechanical engineer. Don't really know why. Young, just kept going. Got really tired of the school scene for some reason. I wanted to help people as most people kind of say that when they go into the army like i thought i'd be like helping out like hurricane victims or something you know
1: (laughs) on my off time if we're we're,
2: i mean if we're not at war you know like Mm -hmm. right sounds about right right no it wasn't the infantry at this at that time i had an uncle in the seabees in -hmm. the navy and he taught me into nuclear engineer for the navy so i was pretty much a navy boy Throughout the, throughout the recruiting process
1: yeah right
2: uh took the ASVAB with them scored high enough for nuclear engineer you had a disagreement with the recruiter yeah I had a I had a <laughs> disagreement with the uh <laughs> Navy recruiter we kind of got into it a little bit heated exchange and up uh, you know like most recruiting places that I know is like you can just walk right across the hallway yeah, straight into <laughs> another branch <laughs> yeah. so i walked straight into the army office and was like hey guys uh they all kind of looked at me they obviously always have way more recruiters too like mm-hmm. there's like four of them versus the one navy uh yeah. air force guy wasn't even there i don't even don't even think there was a marine guy there either <laughs> at the time
0: all right
2: so there were plenty of army guys and i was like i just kind of walked in there and said hey guys i just took the as what do you got? I'm not going Navy anymore. Mm. And no, I didn't even ask, really. I just kind of like, let's go infantry. I mean, I've thought about it. I've kind of played enough Call of Duty. and <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, Call of Duty, bro. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I was young and dumb, I guess. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, when I was in basic training. I wanted an experience. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. That was different from just going to work on airplanes. Or, right. Yeah. It's more of a nine-to-five thing. Yeah. Well, I say all the time but when you're a little kid and you play army, you're you're playing infantry. Yeah, you know? you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're not playing. Yeah. You're not playing 88 Mike or you know you're not, 92 Delta you're or whatever the little personnel thing. Yeah. I think the closest I ever
2: got was maybe with my little airplanes. Yeah, well, but sure. But- everybody
0: wants to be a pilot
2: yeah shut up grace
0: <laughs> yeah everybody wants to be a pilot because they see top gun and they want to be a pilot yeah, right and then they start figuring that yeah. they have to actually have to be able to do math to be a pilot and that's when you know well,
2: it's, it's funny because i actually came across the song uh <laughs> dangers on
1: on the way over here
0: yeah. so and i
2: listened to it a there couple times so Get the signed.
1: summer man number two is it, is it is it the summer oh, oh yeah. yeah okay yeah. i can't wait july yeah. 2nd i'll be watching it i'll be i'll be there for the premiere. Nice. Will it be open in a theater? It's that's the thing. Well, that's why they keep pushing it back. Mm. They, they won't they, they won't, won't the release it tickets. in anything gotcha. other than full theatrical release. Yeah. Because why, would, why, would, why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> They'd they lose so much money if they don't do that. Man, I would just pay like $20
0: to watch it on. You like, would, but like most people wouldn't. I feel like you have to see it in theater, though. It's, it's Top Gun. It's you know, you gotta see do, it on the big screen.
2: <laughs> uh, it, it, you can't beat the big screen, to be honest. It's... I thought that it would be something that would probably die out after this, but no, it's. I
0: think what well, I think is going to happen is I think some movies are going to stick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, but and then a lot of stuff's just going to come straight to home. But if it's like a big epic yeah. movie, like Top Gun Two, yeah, I it's think gonna I come. think
2: there's a divergence yeah. that
0: yeah that happens. There is, there is,
2: and you've already seen it. Like, there's some things that you can just immediately watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be able to watch Star Wars movies first thing. No, but, no, You know you can watch some random like indie film. I don't know. Disney has a drama or something. Disney well, did release well Mulan. Hair up on, their uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: They did with with Mulan.
0: That's I true. yeah. they did. Was you had to they pay like forty bucks just to watch it the one time though. Until yeah, it yeah, but,
1: came. The, but the thing is, like, they do that and they're like, oh yeah, we'll make it." But you do know, because as soon as they release one copy, it gets pirated yeah. and like yeah. that is true. Yeah, that is well, true. So I, I don't I don't see that model surviving for the big blockbusters. They just yeah. have too yeah. much to lose. Yeah.
0: But any, anyway, <laughs> anyways, was we, <laughs> a weird digression. Well, that was know. a weird tangent. So uh, how, did, how did you end up in Bravo One Six Four? Yeah. Yeah. So well, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, lot, you
1: huh? you went across the uh across the street to go join. Yeah. Corey. Yeah.
2: So whatever. But
1: twenty first birthday, January mm-hmm. fifteenth, nineteen.
2: I was born in nineteen nine. So January fifteenth, fifteenth. I was turning twenty one. Two days later, I was on a bus. Mm-hmm. So that was
0: a still might have transition. been a
2: little, still might have been a little hungover. But mm-hmm. yeah. man, I was nervous. I hopped on the bus. We took off, and it's a funny story because I'm gonna, I'm gonna implement basic training into this just a little bit because there were only two people in my basic training platoon that were from Alabama. Stuart Lang. He was in Alpha mm-hmm. Company. It was me and him throughout, and and it was funny because nobody from my platoon when they were calling out where you're going it was always either lewis or carson Mm -hmm. and it got to him they said stewart he's from alabama Mm -hmm. It got to me they said stewart and we kind of got together and we were like where's fort stewart at (laughs) like (laughs) i've never heard of this place before and the drill sergeant was like oh you guys this sucks oh yeah, third
1: ID. That's actually That's like a universal story. Bad, Everybody's drill sergeants talk shit about third ID when they get there. They really tips. do, but yeah. it's mine. It did really wasn't that bad, to be honest. You know, I'm sure there were worse places. Which one? I, I, th- <laughs> I think that I think that stigma comes from like war on terror 2003 uh, and to 2010. Yeah, you know when you know third IDs running around and their are Bradleys and their tanks, and everyone else is you know walking. So I got it was, you. But I think I think that's where that antagonism comes from.
0: Well, also, it's a fucked
1: up unit. Uh, well, we know that. We know that.
2: Yeah. In <laughs> my mind, I didn't really care about the unit. I cared about where you went, where yeah. it was, yeah. and what was around yeah. it. And
1: yeah, having sure. Savannah only forty minutes away is, is, was not. Nice. Yeah, and
2: you you had a beach like an hour away, and mm-hmm. you know, home yeah. was only seven hours away. You know, I mean, for me, it wasn't yeah. that bad. But right. anyways. We digress again. So (laughs) after basic training, me and Lane from basic training showed up at the same time to report, which was kind of nice because, you know, of course you're nervous, like showing up to unit. Mm -hmm. And we went through the MRC process, hopped in the van to go to 164, showed up at battalion, and they looked at both of us. The guy that came to get us for our companies Mm -hmm. he was from alpha company and he asked our uh, pt score (laughs) yes and uh we both had like above 270s and he asked which one was older
1: Mm.
2: and lang was older and he said we'll take Lang from alpha company so i went to bravo and that's pretty much how i got to bravo so it could have very
0: easily been completely different man that could have like completely changed your life
2: oh without it i think about it all the time yeah
0: wow that's that's wild man well, that's one of the things that's really crazy about being in the military and how you end up where you're at it's mm. just chance and yeah. happenstance you know look, yeah. look at the draw or not look at the draw or however you look at it but there's so many little finite details like if he would
2: have went to the bathroom
0: yeah <laughs> and i was the only one just sitting there i probably would be an alpha <laughs> company or something yeah i know, know. man all these crazy little details that put you where you
2: are. You know? I do remember walking into that company for the first time, though. Bravo! Yeah, yeah. So it was uh... so were... a. When when did you get? I there? did. Yeah. I was scared to wear my contacts, so I had glasses on. So I just looked I like remember a nerd. your glasses.
0: Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> they about called
2: your... me Spider Man or like Peter Parker all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I I
0: for... like... Forgot about your little glasses that. You yeah. Had. Yeah. So. so, this
2: this was
1: 2011.
2: So, this was. Yeah. I was like one of the. For some reason, I was like one of the first batch. privates yeah. that they had seen in a long time. Cause when I showed up, like everybody was like looking at me like more than usual. Like I've yeah. seen a new private come in. Yeah. And I didn't really care. But they cared about me for some reason.
0: Uh, you were in that very first batch of privates. It was, I felt like the only people that beat you there were probably Phillips and Clark and a couple of those guys.
1: I feel like they've been there for they had been yeah been there for a, a little good bit. little while. Probably that was probably the gap. They were the they yeah. were the re- reinforcements after the deployment. You were the first like just normal. yeah. I was the first to yeah, be yeah. Uh, for something that we
2: didn't know was going to be happening sooner <laughs> yeah. <a centimeter> or later. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You were probably the first wave for the deployment that no one knew it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So my question here is this: how how were you treated by Special Luke Coffee upon your arrival?
2: Coffee was actually the good one.
1: Okay.
0: That's right. Good
2: you got the good you got, you got the bad they're really bad <laughs> I can deal with the bad yeah what you can't deal with is the really bad yeah the ones yeah. that try too hard yep yeah. yeah there are a few of those yeah, yeah. coffee uh, coffee helped me out of a pretty dark time to be honest I mean it was a pretty dark time me being the only new guy mm-hmm. like I was I was fresh meat bro yeah and
1: they loved it yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, a, a couple lot. of them. I mean, man,
1: that was the culture back then, man. Yeah, it was for, for better or worse. Mm-hmm.
2: So, would you coffee put me on Skyrim and you know, kind of <laughs> lost myself in the video games there for a few weeks, dude? Uh, I would seriously come back, like Lang from Alpha Company that went to Alpha Company.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He was having a grand old time. I don't know what he did that I didn't do, but yeah, he would look at me sometimes and he'd be like. Dude, are you okay, man? Like, and I was like, dude,
0: I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my company with a uh-huh. passion. <laughs> Makes me wonder how much uh, the haze and stuff still goes on, or if it still even goes on. I'm yeah, sure they got I'm a not. card
2: now. Like, oh yeah, it yeah, sure goes on if, to an extent, yeah. but probably not. Yeah, quite yeah as I'm sure there's bad as it was ten years ago.
0: Because we'll that ask, was ten years ask ago, daddy
2: yacht. <laughs> when we get them on, how, how it yeah. is now? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah definitely.
2: And the best part is, uh, I got appointed to, I think my team leader was Private First Class King. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he was my team leader. Really? Oh, yes. man! Oh, man. So he couldn't really protect me from anything. Yeah, he couldn't do yeah. anything for he you. He couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I was just kind of screwed. Yeah.
1: That's now, correct weird. me if I'm wrong. It, it was in this time period that Tufts Smothers Day became a thing, right? It was before the deployment? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that really. still a thing? Is it still a... Recognized holiday in the city
2: of Jasper. Yeah, I mean, they. I, I got a plaque for it that said St. Patty's Day is Dustin Wally's Mother's Day. And <laughs>
1: Jasper. That's right. That was right before we left that they did that. We like can the cut this out, before. right?
2: We're gonna cut this out.
1: Yeah, we're totally gonna cut it out. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was before Afghanistan. Yeah. Why? I don't.
1: I don't know. Because you're fucking hero. Because you were going yeah, to Afghanistan. Yeah, they just yeah. knew
2: what was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because I, I got to the unit like a week before we left, and that was one of the things. Because like, I, I got there after you came back from that ho- that four-day pass, mm-hmm. and that was like my first introduction was to oh, Dustin Smothers. Oh, I guess Smothers. it was a four-day. Yep. Everybody was giving you a hard time about it, so that was my introduction to Dustin Smothers. Yeah. So. He, has, he, has, he has his own holiday in Jasper, Alabama.
0: You know, I think one of the things that was – I wonder how unique it was to our deployment because when we deployed that rack. We were pretty much boistered up like eight nine months before we deployed. Like we had the last batch of privates, but for our deployment because everything was so last minute, (laughs) yeah, we got every. We were just like (laughs) scrambled, and we were crazy, bro. Pops
2: in, I'm like, where where are these guys coming from? Dozens of dudes. We're about to leave, and they're just tossing people at us now. It's
1: fairly unusual. I mean, the patch chart is usually published like eighteen months out. Yeah, it's like usually units know at least eighteen months out that they're scheduled to go.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing.
1: Is well, that's
2: the thing. Like, dude,
1: even coffee.
2: Like, y'all talked about it plenty of times. Like, mm. there were talk. It was talk. Yeah, yeah there was talk. Male. Yeah, but like, just tell us. You know, yeah. Why yeah. did we have they to? They probably be at didn't NTC? know themselves. Why did you we know? have to be at NTC? Yeah, we weren't. We, we knew before we
0: went to NTC. We were going to Afghanistan. Might be right. Yep. 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 But we found out NTC. We didn't know we, how bad it was Yeah, to right. be. Yeah. NTC is where we found out yeah. we were going to pan. And, and
2: I still would question that, like, okay, is it going to be really bad? Mm-hmm. I kind of could tell because Sorry, Sergeant Ott was yeah. pretty a straightforward dude. And uh, yeah. a dude that I looked up to. And we'll get to this. It was kind of like my rock. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he for a lot of people, people, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. most people's rock.
1: Yeah, and he was unmovable. <clears throat> like yeah, Rock was is the yeah. perfect like analogy because he was, he, if he was hungry, he was thirsty. You never knew. You know, I hate it because I don't know what went on in
0: his head. In his head, because yeah, well, I've thought about it from his perspective. He's looking at us, thinking some of these guys are going to get wounded. You or know, so, them. Yeah, so but I, I mean, them are going to get killed. I think there's a breaking point for everybody. Yeah. You know, but I think he had to sit there and tell us all that stuff while also like trying to stick to his, like you said, that rock steadiness, which was what everybody knows him for is his consistency. He was always the same, always even killed. He was never let stuff fluster
2: him. Never let let me tell you something about him. He's a leader. He is a person that if I messed up, I wasn't scared about getting smoked by him yeah if i messed up i was ashamed of myself for letting that man down yeah. yeah and that's all it ever took like yeah
0: i didn't want to mess up Yeah. i think it's a sign of a true leader that. when when for you are concerned about messing up on the job not because of the fallout but because you don't want to let him down you yeah know? that that means yeah. that you actually care yes about right. what that person thinks and what that person has to say i knew he had my back no matter what yeah oh yeah and it's oh, a two way yeah. street. I mean, he cared what yeah. we, I'm, I'm sure he cared about what we thought about him, you know. So, which everybody that's one of the reasons he was such a great platoon sergeant.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we uh, we, we will have him on. Have him. We're, very, we're very lucky, but, yeah. I'm really looking forward to having him on. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he's coming. He's good. oh he's yeah. At some point, yeah. Yeah. hopefully, he's, he's in a, Korea. He's right in Korea right, right so. now. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. So gotcha. we've had trouble getting in touch with him, but um, yeah, yeah. He'll talk. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, I have no doubt that he'll he'll Hopefully. join us. I mean, he's got he's got a lot to say for sure. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's a he's a command Sergeant major for two seven infantry. Okay, you know, so he is That's he is two seven. Rear, yep, two seven, two seven.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like I just want to go down there and be like, do you yeah. guys know who you have as your command Sergeant <laughs> yeah. major? Like, you know how lucky you are. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh man. Anyway, you, I mean, that, uh, that,
1: that kind of thing is the kind of thing I'd be open to doing as part of this project is is talking to formations about, especially the ones that have leaders that were on that deployment. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, you need to listen to this person because they, they've they seen yeah. it. They've experienced it. They're not just quoting out of the FM7-22 about what you should yeah. do. They've, they've Well, experienced the thing it. about him is, I mean, we
2: we can cut this out if we need to, but,
1: yeah, you know,
2: I think a lot, I didn't. Cause I didn't know any better. Like I didn't care. Yeah. I just knew he was a good man and he was smart. But the, I think there were a lot of people that had, that questioned him because he was in East Heaven with no combat deployment. Yeah, no combat deployment. Yeah. And yeah, let me tell you something. Didn't matter, man. That did not
0: matter no. one bit. Yeah. I mean, James Ott saw more combat than you know what. It probably was. helped him. Yeah, that's true. It probably made yeah, him, potentially probably had him more well rounded out for that deployment. I mean, that was the thing. For us is like he came to us in Iraq and that was his first deployment. And everybody knew it, so everybody had yeah. everybody had their hackles up a little bit and like, okay, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, but we obviously um, were proven wrong. That's one of those instances where it did not matter. Great dude. Yeah, I don't even think he ever missed a mission. No, I mean Sarnat probably saw more combat than anybody else in the yeah, because he was on every single every patrol. single mission. Yeah. yeah,
1: and if he didn't, it was for a damn good reason. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 So. Another thing we kind of have talked to a lot of people is kind of identifying that point on the deployment when it kind of got real. Because, mm. you know, you can work it up in your heads like, oh, this is going to yeah. be crazy and whatnot. And then we're walking around for the first couple of weeks. We're like, we're not even getting shot at. And yeah. I haven't seen an IED. Like, well, that was
2: a big thing
0: for our squad because yeah. you guys had started taking contact and you guys hadn't gotten any. I'll out.
2: never forget uh, my team, me, Brown, and Hewlett. We're kind of bitching about it at some point to Nance. And Nance kind of got mad at us because he was like, you don't fucking want this. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sorry that I'm cussing, but he was literally like mad at us. Like, yeah, when it happens, you'll know and you'll realize real quick that -hmm. you don't want this. Yeah. Yeah. And he was right. (laughs) But for us, like, yeah, we were jealous, man. We were so jealous of you guys. Yeah. Well, it didn't last
1: long. <laughs> so, I just, God, yeah. It what take, an idiot did, I was. Uh, it didn't that take long. That doesn't make you an idiot. I yeah. mean, like third platoon did the same thing. They yeah. they went out hunting for CIBs. Yeah. And, no. Like deliberately looking for them. And uh, even Kevin Kitchen in his interview was like, careful what you ask for because yeah. once it starts, you don't control when it ends. And I thought that was a really good uh, good way of looking at it because everyone always says, "Oh, careful what you wish for; you might just get it." It's like, no, yeah. careful what you wish for because you don't get to control it once it starts. You don't. You don't. Um, and the first few times that
2: it does, you're okay with it. Yeah. But once people start getting know.
1: hurt and you realize what is happening, yeah. Because even the first few All times you times get bad. shot at, you really don't process it properly. Like the first time you're like, what is You don't. I'm you getting don't. shot at? From where? Uh, and it so gets
2: it progressively couple- worse.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, as
2: you start to... I don't want to say it worse, too. but I mean, you get smarter about it. You get smarter about it. Yeah.
1: But Absolutely. It still scares the crap out of you.
0: Well, yeah, that's and that's
1: the thing is it's not scary at first because you don't know any better. But then, yeah, about like no, it, three yeah. months in, you're like, like when we think back to the first firefight we were in, we're like, that was bad. Like we, yeah. we didn't understand at the time, but that was bad. Yeah. Uh, if that had, firefight had happened in July, we would it would have broke some people. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it would have broke some people. Um. So it's just it's just weird how that how that plays out. Yeah. But, you I mean, you raise a good point. I mean, the really the only thing that kind of made it serious for us was when people started getting hurt. I knew things were
2: truly real when we were clearing the horn. Yeah. And third platoon was getting jacked. And uh, I'll never forget the Apaches flying over, um, slamming rounds down. And it, it scared me. Like, yeah. I was like... Because, I mean, they came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't realize that they were there. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, three of them overhead. And it was, like, the loudest cracks I've ever heard. Like, because it's, what, 30 mic mics or something? Just It is, yeah. Laying waste. Just, <laughs> and I looked up, and they're just, and I was like, dude, I'm in a legit frigging yeah. war zone. Like, this is not a candy deployment like I've seen and researched. Right. And people have talked about, like. We've yeah. we've got a lot going on. Yeah. And this was this was before like some of the major ID explosions. So I didn't even really know too much about IEDs yet. Yeah.
0: So that's yeah, this when was I was before like, before a lot of stuff. Was before I everything think this, really, was four bucks more.
2: No, this was actually good good point.
0: Good yeah. thing you brought that up. What's crazy about that operation though for me is like it was kind of an eye opener for a lot of people. And it was so early. Yeah, you know, it was this early was in May. We had we had been there. Probably not even a full two months at that point, you know? I think it gave us the sense of,
2: we're just doing this in like a week. Yeah. So, I mean, the more we do this in our own AO, like, Mm -hmm. it's just going to continuously get worse and worse and
1: worse. Well, that's the other thing. I think if you listen to the radios, you're hearing about everything that's happening outside of our formation. You know, Alpha Company 123, Josh Wetzel, stepped on his IED that day. Like... You know, they were losing legs, and they were p- having people get shot, and, like, A&A were getting shot. You had freaking F-16s doing little yeah, flyovers, C-130s doing package drops. Like, I got blown the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of shit yeah, happened yeah. on that on that mission, mad, like, yeah. to really put it together. Like, hey, we're in a... This is a war. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I'd be curious to know, that probably was one of the more, the more intensive clearing operations that's happened in Panjoy since Medusa. I'd be Yeah, willing would to bet probably... reports of
2: way farther north of, like, the far... Furthermost north, northern unit mm-hmm. getting yeah. jacked up too. Yeah, so I mean, I was I was the Company like, like, guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. This and is they, not okay. And was it unique to just that operation? It's like it's not like we cleared them out and then that was it. You yeah, know, right. it's like it's not like you like took a city and then Dude, that city's it, calm it, There was no clearing
2: them. out. Like that's the first time where I walked into a village and there was nobody, nobody there.
0: Yeah, it nothing. was already cleared. And
2: out. that is, and it was a big village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was scary to me. Like I'm 22 year old, like. Every village we've
1: been to has been the kids like, nah, 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 nah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, and we did some sketchy stuff too, like driving that gator all driving through all those through roads there. and up in all those villages. We drove the V's down some. We'll of will get roads, to the gator. like. <laughs> like whew, man,
0: I was always very. I did not like the gator man. Like I, I stayed yeah, no. away from that thing. I was like, that's a freaking bullet magnet, and it's got was. four. Twelve inch tires driving around through here just asking to get blown up. I can't. But what I was
2: gonna say to about up. the engineers is the uh E seven there was talking about a guy named uh Sergeant Lily. They got shot through the the neck. Yeah. The, yeah. What do you want to call this? <laughs> I know the <laughs> He called it like a guzzle or something. Guzzle, yeah. Yeah. And he did. Like we, we linked up with him on that mission and he was telling a sure story about how he got shot through Right here. Yeah. Was it on that mission? Was it on clearing the horn that he got shot? No, that was the E7 telling us about. a yeah. Oh, no, so he, pl- okay, he was on a completely different mission at some you. other time.
1: Yeah, because there wasn't a whole lot of time between those two missions. Yeah. Was there not? No. Like See, I'm bad weeks. with the time frames. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just kind of. Because we wrapped up clearing the horn like June 2nd or 3rd. And then we turned around. Two weeks later. Yeah, June, we June 10th was last one. Yeah, so June 12th was, uh, but yeah, I mean that that we've talked about before. That was a really tight, um, like couple weeks. Yeah, you know, things were real. It bad.
2: was. I never thought about it that way. I didn't know it was that close to be honest until you said
1: something. Mm-hmm. And like, not even like ten days after um, Sergeant Lilly passed is when Jay hit his. A Couple days after that is when uh, Desidino hit his. Hmm. Ju- like June and July were spicy. Yeah. Real spicy. That, you know, that might have, I was
2: talking to coffee like when, you know, he left and he was like my best friend. Yeah. And came to me and was like, hey, look, let's go with him. And I was like, man, I can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to stay, man. And I, no reason to it. I just like felt like, I I know they had their reasons too, but I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? I don't know I, I i i guess i would have felt like a failure yeah i don't know like i needed to prove something and continue with you guys cuz you guys were there and mm-hmm. and i and I, don't, I don't the reason it's so hard to speak about is cuz i don't want to make it seem like the other guys that did go yeah feel less important cuz it's not that way no so i don't no. really know how to put it in words i just i just at that point in time i still had enough left in me Mm-hmm. And yeah. I could keep going. No, was that the case later on down the road? No, because something did yeah. happen, and
0: I couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a liability, literal yeah. liability. Like, I mean, that's one of the things about. I mean, is what's really crazy is if you look at the numbers from our deployment. You know, if there was a hundred-ish people on the. I comp, would like to know the real numbers yeah. because it's. <laughs> Pretty. If you look at the numbers of people who, at the beginning of the deployment, we probably had just shy of 100 people in the Mm -hmm. entire company. Out of that 100, there's... Let's
2: go ahead and say 100 original.
0: Original, yeah. 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 Out of that 100, there's 10 or 15 that aren't patrolling, really. They're like support staff or whatever. Yeah. And so, when you do the math (laughs) by the Purple Hearts that we had in our company, you've got about a 40% chance of getting fucked up. You know and that's yep. not including the mental attrition and so the, and that was
2: i don't know the numbers but i mean it was I feel like that was a way worse
0: yeah i mean we, we i'm sure as many guys uh quit because of mental attrition as mm-hmm. there was wounded and as far as like the numbers are concerned yeah so even just physically the physical danger you had about a 40 percent chance of getting fucked up somehow a tbi yeah ied yeah. shot whatever and so you know and the the mental thing on top of it. So one of the things that we've actually taken leaps and bounds here to do Mm. is destigmatize the whole idea of people quitting. And you have to,
2: cause it's hard to like put words into, you know, I don't know. What what do I say when you ask me that? Like, why did
1: I say, I don't. Well, you you answered it. You hadn't reached your breaking point yet. I Mm -hmm. hadn't and I knew I could keep going.
0: And everybody has it. Yeah.
1: Everybody has one. Every single person has one. Yeah. yeah. And if they don't, if they say they don't, then they're lying. Yeah. They're lying. And you know, that's why I really, it's really important to me, like Luke said, to destigmatize the guys that said, I- I've reached my limit. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Know? No, it is. Yeah. It is. Because if you reach your limit and you don't tell somebody and you keep doing it, like you said, you become a liability. That's when it. you're yeah. not paying attention. You're, if you're clearing, you're not doing it right. I became a be liability.
0: There. I did like, so I will say that for the guys who quit and the guys who really stuck it out, there's actually a really interesting fact and a factoid about the guys who kind of uh the, the mental attrition that happened in our opportunity mm-hmm. anyways, is the guys who ended up reaching that breaking point earlier on in the deployment yeah. were oftentimes married or had kids. They did. You know. Yes, and yeah. at the time, like, yeah. and we we call it the the dirty dozen or whatever, like the 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 eight or nine or ten of us that actually we were all single. All the way through. <laughs> Every single one of us were single, man, yeah. except for Sarnon. You know,
2: Pinnock and Lily, they stepped on that IED, and it was a pretty big one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty a- big, one. big enough to where when Salvador and me, Salvador told me to grab the medic bag while he took off, mm-hmm. and I grabbed it and. We showed up and we couldn't see anything. Like it was, you could kind of see like body, you Biggers. could see, you could see like boys and stuff like laying on the ground, mm-hmm. but it was so dusty. You couldn't see anything. All I remember seeing is a boot, a boot in the middle of the road, with mm. just a boot. And I was like, hmm. And then you could hear the scream. And uh, that was Pinnock up under the bridge. In the creek. Yeah. He got tossed in the creek. He probably, to be honest, he probably got tossed a little bit into the creek and like probably floated down a little bit. There ain't no telling, man. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, I remember him, the courage and the strength that it took for a guy that literally lost both of his legs to pull himself up under... He was up under the bridge, so he pulled himself mm-hmm. to let us know, like, where he was. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, uh, Sergeant Baker and some people ran and grabbed him, pulled him out. There was, like, four people around him. It was pretty bad. Like, we couldn't get tourniquets around his legs because they're... so high up. And uh, that's when I looked up, and it was just Sergeant Ott through this, like, little opening taking care of lily so i made the decision to go help him mm-hmm. and it was just me and him at that point and you know i had high hopes for lily to be honest i mean uh he was missing some skin right here in his rib mm-hmm. cage area didn't expect that like it was an IED explosion like what happened to you bro yeah but no it, i guess that's what happens sometimes he was, he was off, off to the, the side, side. Yeah. Not, and he got tossed a pretty good little ways from yeah. it. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, like, uh, I thought it was going to be okay. Ended up not being that way. But that kind of happened that day, and it kind of set me back. You know, I think I was okay with getting shot at, but after that, yeah, <laughs> I was not okay with getting blown up. Yeah. Like i'll get shot
0: i'll take that but Mm -hmm. well we talked about that a lot and that getting shot at even though it sounds crazy to say this but it's like it's manageable i
2: can i can at least fight back
0: to that you can you can shoot back you can get behind cover you can you can move out of the danger area yeah but you got the id just completely little did
2: i know the next seven six months of my life was going to be so mentally wearing just taking like he knew that taking a step in life was going to be so scary not just one but thousands however long it took and that was just kind of probably the second stroll (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: one thing that's kind of fascinated me is the you, you talk about Vietnam and World War Two. There's all these like crazy jobs. that so people are like, oh my god, I, I never want yeah. to do that job. And for like Vietnam, for me, it was always like the people that would like crawl into K- like the holes and they like crawl through the holes with a flashlight. For me, it's like I think for the Afghan War, that's that's the minehound guy. Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah. guy up front. That's the guy walking around. Yeah, <clears throat> with a handheld mine detector. And that's why we were talking. Uh, you said
2: that everybody had kids that left, and that's why, when Sergeant I came up, or I and Nance came up, was like, "We need somebody to clear." It was between me and Hewlett, and I looked at Hewlett and I said, "You have a kid on the way,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I'll keep. I'll, I'll do this." Yeah. So I continued clearing down Summerside. So I don't think I was as scared as I should have been. I think I I still had a whole lot of like probably naive in
1: me
0: like yeah. you're probably still you're still in shock dude. still shocked you yeah. probably should <laughs> yeah
1: plus I mean no. that, that road that road to the gray put where we slept that night it, it, it had been pretty clear. pretty well cleared yeah, yeah we'd gone back and forth on it like two or three times so that takes but that, that, that did
2: not really say off. anything because do you remember walking back down Summerside yeah we blew up like. Seven IEDs that we missed the next completely. day
0: after after the engineers. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. a long, it was long a long
2: day. trail back down yeah. that road. Yeah, especially looking back at where
1: where they got they hit.
2: had hit it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Dustin, you kind of I don't know how you did it, but you you've managed you managed to find yourself on a lot of the missions where stuff happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like you were always you in know, even episode. even it's missions that luck, weren't <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, <there's laughs> that. Like, even missions that weren't our squad or our platoon, like you just happened to be there. Um, you know, yeah, I think probably the only one where you kind of got a reprieve was throat chop because you were in the back. You, know, chop, you were, you were
2: there, chop. but uh, what's it, it, it called? No, I wasn't actually. You mentioned that, and I remember you talking about that, but I wasn't. Where were you? I was in the middle. Mm. Yeah, Phillips and all them were in the back. And I don't really know why I wasn't back there. And I can't, not for the life of me, remember. But Who I were was, you with, though? I was, oh, probably because I was carrying the M14. Okay. Yeah. I we was should. in the middle. I was kind of close to you, Grace, the entire time. Really? I was right beside Salvador and the medics the entire time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, they were still weird. Because I don't remember, I don't, I don't remember seeing you. I mean, I remember seeing you earlier in the day. Because like we took a building and like we were in the compounds and stuff. But like when everything went down, I don't remember seeing you until we got back in that shit creek and to walk back to the uh, checkpoint.
2: Oh no, yeah, no, I was, uh, I wasn't too far away from where Todd. Hmm. Yeah. Did you I see was, you like, Todd right get there. hit? Yeah. That's oh. I mean, it was right there. Like, yeah. Like hmm. I was like the building that he turned the corner on. Mm-hmm. I was still like – I actually ran into the door of that building mm. trying to get like off the road because I was like one explosion. Yeah. Two explosion. All right. Let me, let me, let me take a step back here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I was right there. Yeah. Everybody else was way back. I don't know why I was kind of like in the middle, but
1: – You're probably right because yeah. you're carrying the M14. Yeah. yeah. I was – which was terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know why you hated the thing. I would have, I would have killed the two in the middle of
0: Najat. It's 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 worthless unless you're stationed. in the
2: middle of Najat. Yeah. Like what? What, what I'm going to zoom in on a, a leaf?
1: <laughs> well, anyway, none of that really matters. But the, the point is, you you, you found yourself,
0: in the even field.
1: though you were yeah. in a different squad, a lot of times you found yourself in these situations. Um, you know, how how did that? Did you feel like it was just luck? It's like, no matter what I do, bad stuff happens or?
2: Yeah, I, I started to feel like I was kind of like bad luck and I had to change a couple things in my life for it to happen. It seemed like every, it was like following me there for a long time. Like, is this ever going to go away? Whether it be Americans or. Afghan. Afghan. Yeah. And I don't think that we talk about it enough we took a lot of american casualties but we took twice as many yeah you know maybe twice as many i don't know how many but
1: it's probably pretty close yeah yeah
2: and we took enough and to say twice as many on that like added up on mental scars like you know Mm
0: -hmm.
2: let's go ahead and start checking some more boxes and taking off some more marks you know it's
1: just well, and those guys dealt with the mental attrition too. You could see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, every yeah. time we'd asked, ask their clearing element to clear out front, you could just see it on their faces. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, no. Uh, exactly. I mean, it's their country. Like, come on, guys. Right. Come on. Right. Um, and it'd be different if they're, I don't know, they just pretended like they didn't know how to use the thing. Yeah. That was their excuse. Well, I would know how to use the Mindhound. It's like,
2: <laughs> I trained you
1: yesterday. They didn't yesterday.
2: show a whole lot of spunk about taking their country for seriousness. Yeah. Like
1: well, I mean, it's because they... Because it wasn't their Depending on how way. you look at it, it, it wasn't their not, It's not.
0: Yeah, they're I mean. all from freaking northeast Afghanistan. I mean, half of them look like they're from Uzbekistan or something. Yeah. Almost like Asiatic yeah. looking, you know. They didn't even look like people from that area of the world, so... They speak a different language. Different, they don't yeah, yeah, they they speak Pashto. Yeah, different language, and yeah. the only thing that they have in common... They didn't religion. speak Pashto? No. Pashto? no they, they would no. speak different dialects.
2: Really? Different languages. Yeah. yeah. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shows how much I went into depth of like <laughs> caring about what was going on.
0: It also shows the arbitrariness of drawing lines, and in a place like Afghanistan, yeah, you know, yeah. like you can't say that Afghanistan is one country <clears throat> when the people, there's so much and going the languages on. and the cultures and everything is so diversely yeah. ranged yeah. and different. And I mean, when we were there in 2012, like you could probably stomp around in northern, Af- like northern Afghanistan, like way up north, probably be fine,
2: you know. I mean, I think somebody told me, like, you could wear blue jeans in Kabul and yeah. be okay. Oh, yeah, back in the 60s, yeah. yeah. Is that what? Like, is, it wasn't a thing then? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like
1: women when were, we were there? Not when we were no. there, no. 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 I'm talking about, no.
0: if you go up, like, north, 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 and, north. you know, where like, it up, borders, like Uzbekistan and, was it Turkmen- yep. Turkmenistan, maybe? Like, Mazari Sharif and the yeah. area. I mean, it's like, in that area of the country, it's just a completely different world, you know? Mm hmm. I mean, it's it's wild to think. It's not like Afghanistan is a giant country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah.
1: Luke makes a good point. I mean, we we drew these. Well, we didn't draw them, but arbitrary lines got drawn and said this is Afghanistan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, whereas really, I mean, you got you got the Pashto in the in the south and the east, and like they cross that border with Pakistan freely. They don't recognize a the border yeah. there. Yeah, it's all yeah, the, it's, it's, all, yeah, Pasht- it's yeah. all Pashtun land. You so know? It's just Pashtun land. It's all tribal yeah. land you know the uzbeks up north like they don't have anything in common with you yeah. know other than an arbitrary
0: border mm-hmm. with people living in kandahar uh, i mean it's like the the little the little the little nibbit of afghanistan that juts out yeah. to the east shares a border with china yeah you know so like it's it's wild to think that that country is is set in a particular space where it's so diversified as you go east to west and northeast to southwest yeah, and yeah, uh, the people the, uh, are not going to be the same.
1: Well, and and that's the thing is, you know, when we say the Taliban, it's not even always the Taliban. We we weren't all we weren't always fighting the Taliban. It's a whole people. Yeah, sometimes we're just
0: fighting the locals, you know.
1: I'll never forget
2: clearing, and literally, like a little kid would come up with a razor blade and throw it up under my Mon hound. Mm-hmm. just to see if it would pink, and I'm like, dude, wanna why leave me alone, please stop
1: we know why because because his un- uncle uncle terry around yeah. the corner said hey throw this down there and see if it makes a noise mm-hmm. you know yeah kid doesn't know any better he just knows that he got a he got something out of it and uncle uncle terry you know was nice to him yeah probably shouldn't have gave him all those pins <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that Calum, yeah
0: Calum, or clum, yeah Calum.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the people that we fought, they weren't, they weren't even Taliban. They're drug runners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, and then you go out to the east, you got Haqqani, which is literally just a mercenary force. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they deal, they're arms dealers and they're drug dealers and they're, you know, just guns for hire. They, they do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, they don't, a lot of times they don't care about the, the religious aspect. You talk about like, like f- oh, okay. I got you. Further east. Than yeah. Way yeah, further east. Like you. for the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a up, up core towards Jalalabad and Coast. Um, And then you've also got the... <laughs> um, Oh, what are they called? Uh, just escaped my mind. But yeah, I mean, you got all, all kinds of factions out there. And it's just all... crazy that you go from like desert
2: to... A valley of opium and marijuana. And then you continue on and then you got mountains. And
1: mm-hmm.
2: all on this one little... Middle Eastern country.
1: Yeah. And a lot of that, we can thank uh, good old Cold War uh, yeah, yeah. aid projects. Yeah. We're building yeah. airfields and irrigating the the Argandab River. And the Russians are building airfields. And they're building stuff up in all over. They it's did a crazy. good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, nobody's ever been able to take over Afghanistan. What did we think we could do <laughs> any better?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we well we tried to get too political here, but yeah. we went in with a different mission. I didn't we, mean like yeah. take over. No, no, yeah. no, I'm saying we went in with a mission and we stayed with that one. Basically, right. is what yeah. it amounts to.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. A, but and yeah, we're paying the price for it. I mean, and uh, you, know, you literally, literally like paying. Yeah, like literally with dollars. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, Luke alluded to it earlier, but it's. You know, when we talk about, oh, Kandahar's about to fall, or Zangabad's overrun, and Mazumgar's overrun, Spurwingar's mm. overrun. It's, that's sad. It, it's sad, but it's not our fault. You no, know, I know it, that. It I know, it's just well, yeah. the thought of losing something that we fall for. But we didn't. That's And that's the thing. We didn't We didn't fight to take Spurwingar. We didn't, you know. No, we protected it. Yeah, hmm. we did. And we
2: did it successfully all we were and there. And we tried to change... Mm-hmm. the course but let's let's be real that's that was, no no I, I mean that's a few that's that a It wasn't our responsibility man yeah our responsibility. it wasn't
1: and it I was, was young you know they told me to go to Afghanistan and that's yeah. what I did and, and that's what you did and you did your job and that's yeah. and you did your job well that's all extremely I well yeah <laughs> you know we're we're talking about people that uh, have that went it sometimes no not even close <laughs> you know when, when I think about guys that went over there in with our deployment and and just did the job and did it well you're You stand out above the rest. I mean, you you have two awards for valor, man. Like that's you know exceptionally rare that is in the United States Army to have two different awards for different you know events. It's it's extremely unusual. I felt like if you're in a hot zone, then probably not that rare. You know, it's really like it's 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 actually pretty rare. Like even like on the special operations, there's like very very few that have multiples, and usually they're from different tours. They're not even from the same you know the same one. So what you're confirming is I'm very unlucky. What I'm <laughs> confirming is that you're a badass. <laughs> well, well
0: that's this. never the case. Like it's well, it's just not well, the what case. What confirming and, is that you got some grit, son.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's not even really grit. It was just kind of more like a
0: a blacked
1: out and mm. went. I don't know. <laughs> you just you just turn off your brain. You yeah. disable your thinking functions, and you do. Yeah. Um, And a lot of times that's what got me through missions was just like, fuck it. Turn off my brain. Just go. Just go. Just do it. Worry about it later. There's nothing like that. Yeah, dude. I I don't
2: know. I don't, to be honest, like I've thought about it and I I don't know what happened. I knew that when somebody got hurt, I wanted to know who and I wanted to help. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I really remember. I don't know about those moments. That's it. Yeah. It's, there was nothing heroic about that saying that. Like I just w-
1: knew somebody was hurt. Yeah. What stands There's... out to me is especially when we talk about the the Afghan soldier who stepped on the IED, which is mm-hmm. I oh mean, yeah yeah. I mean, guy. if you want to talk about a video yeah. that has made a difference in a lot of people's lives, that that <laughs> that the video of that event absolutely has is has had an effect on a lot of people. Is it, dude, come on. No, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm not even Bro, curious. there's
2: a one point where I literally like grabbed his bone and I say like,
1: Oh no, that's bone. <laughs> like I sounded so like
0: But you did it, man.
1: But the thing is, like you know how many people have seen that video and how many times that video has been shared as an example of this is what battlefield trauma looks like. it's not some sticks, it's not some sticks lane. It's not some mannequin over here. It's messy. It's dirty. Like to find the wound that ultimately killed that guy. Like it wasn't apparent. Like Mm -hmm. the wound that killed that guy, you know, a a lesser medic may never have found that.
2: Right. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, you don't have to save the guy. You have to keep the guy alive until the bird gets there. Exactly. Yep. That's all you got to do. Yep. And do your best at it, but, I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I mean.
1: Well, you can't say that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I heard an explosion, man. What stands out to me the most about that is you heard the explosion, and there was, like, almost no delay. Yeah. You just start running. And as you're running, you're like, who's hit? Who's hit? Like, you didn't wait to find out who was hit before you ran. You just start running.
2: I would want somebody to do the same. For me and I just had to be there was I right probably not because I was the assistant gunner <laughs> so I kind of left I kind of left my uh my homeboy he just kind of <laughs> there without rounds but now dude uh we've agreed that the 240 was useless anyway so. yeah well <laughs> somebody was hurt and I went that's mm-hmm. that's all I know to say and well, I think would it always be that way with me at that time no I think it would have at that time yes yeah. it kept for a long time yeah but as we say those check marks keep ticking
1: yeah well the check marks keep chicken ticking and like you said earlier you gain a lot more intelligence about the battlefield especially early on like someone someone gets hurt you're like i gotta go save them by october somebody gets it's like okay there's ids everywhere let's take a second and pause and then go get him. Like he's not gonna bleed out in the next five seconds. You know, and like we 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 matured to that point. I didn't really care. I didn't care. I didn't care about my own safety, honestly. Yeah. Just, mm. It was more like
2: I had a whole lot of adrenaline going. That's a big part of it. Because yeah. I was running pretty quick. <laughs> you were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all you can hear in the camera is just you're hauling <laughs> ass, man. So I don't I don't know, man. I was just uh, as I was running, I looked at Everybody else still laying on the ground, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> is anybody else going to get up off the ground?" <laughs> so I don't know, dude. I don't. I just ran. Is there anything else that really needs to be said? I just ran towards something.
0: And that's the thing, man. Is that you? Know, you, you you just push. You know? Yeah, you push as hard as you can. Doesn't matter, like
2: because if you is- don't. You're going to have regret, and I think regret is going to be the killer for most people. Yeah, and we kind of talked about it last night. Mm-hmm. You don't want regret, and I still deal with some regret. We all do. Yeah, yeah. Everybody we do. Oh yeah. Everybody does to an extent. So I mean, I, I, you know, I guess, I guess that's my answer. Is I saw somebody get hurt, and if I wasn't there, then I would
0: regret. And it's, I think, regret has an incredible. power the the, the thought the thought of regret and the aftermath of regret has an incredible power
2: you know now that we're talking about this i think i can sum more up in two words the most two powerful things is we'll start with regret and then we'll get to the next one later on (laughs) (laughs) well let's get to it now what is it uh hopelessness yeah yeah I mean, I hit a point in October on that mission of, of feeling, I guess my tick marks were done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hit that final tick mark, and I really don't know how to explain it. I don't think there's a person in this world that could explain the feeling. You know, I've, I have felt hopeless before, but I have never felt so hopeless that God's not even there. You guys weren't even around. I mean, it was a terrible feeling. Like nothing. I just wanted to lay there and pretty much die yeah. in that marijuana field. How I kept walking, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't to this day. Cause I didn't want anything to do with the war or, you know, even life at that point. Yeah. Just get me out of the situation pretty much. Yeah,
0: and I think that's the um, that's the, the crazy thing about the extremity of it is you get pushed to that point where you do you get you get slapped with hopelessness, you know,
2: and it was just such a bit there were there had been so much stuff building up to that point. And mm-hmm. that day, it was a bad mission. Y'all have talked about it before on other podcasts, but uh, it was like between I couldn't go back to the trucks. I was too far into the mission. Yep. I had to keep going. Yeah. And when I wasn't, you know, I had that stupid sniper rifle in the middle of a freaking marijuana field, and they just let us up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was just like, "This, this is it. I'm. There's
0: nothing more I mm-hmm. can do." And I think that one of the things about um, our story, as a platoon and individuals in the platoon is that you you reach that point and for some people they can't they can't get past that hopelessness they can't get past that point mm-hmm. and rebound from it and some can you know but like something has to happen to where you you hit that limit and then you exceed it to the point where you don't even care anymore yeah i think curtis would probably say he felt the same way that same day in that same marijuana yeah. field I'm exactly sure
1: the same in the ex- yeah a hundred percent. It was a but you, a, f-
2: a feeling that I've never felt before. So. Yeah, and it was so intense that mm-hmm. when that helicopter landed to get Sergeant Koa, I had thoughts of just like running up there and just you know jumping, yeah, jumping on it, on it. <laughs> taking a ride to camp. <laughs> get me out of here, please. But you know, I'm obviously not going to do that. Yeah, I've still got to continue most people can come back from that hopelessness moment but not when you keep going into the heart of Najat and then the reason why I hate that mission is because Sergeant Denison came to me and asked if I would clear and I told him no as we all know Sergeant Denison ended up losing both of his legs on that mission right at the very end so I hold that over me too but uh yeah, once once we were getting close in the and inside that marijuana field and that feeling of I guess nothingness, just mm-hmm. a black hole. I had to find a way to keep walking and then Dennison got his legs blown off and then uh Todd got his legs blown off and it was just kind of like a What is happening? Mm. Is this really happening? Like is all this happening at this moment? Like are we gonna get out of here? We're not. Yeah, I'm a thousand percent sure we're not. I mean, gonna the, get there was
1: here. definitely a moment there where I was like, "We're not going to get out of here." We're not getting out. Like of we're a hundred feet in jar. Like a hundred feet from that checkpoint, and just like, "I could see the flag fly. Could see it. Yeah, it's so close." Yeah, we're just
2: getting jacked and jacked and jacked, and it's been that way for the past two days. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. And casualty I'm going to take a moment to casualty.
2: I'm
1: going to take a moment to empathize and sympathize with you, because a lot of the things that you're talking about. I, I've i also struggled with it was bad um, man,
2: that hopelessness feeling I've it never was felt it and I hope that somebody else has but it was a bad one man it was a bad feeling
1: it was and I actually remember telling Tom you know after we got out of the weed field we're like lean up against that building and then there's the wall there I remember telling I was like just just leave me here just leave me I'm done I'm, I can't go any further and he, I don't know what he said but he basically called me stupid
2: and I, I seriously wouldn't have cared if they just left me and I just sat there and rotted in Afghanistan for the rest of my life.
1: That's like, exactly how I felt. I was like, you can go ahead and just leave me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good here. And he, I can't remember what he said. He basically called me an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: if they come for me, I'll shoot them. But I'm yeah. sitting here but and I'm I, gone.
1: I wasn't <laughs> going to stay there. I wasn't going to watch yeah. like the entire American element walk off. You're like, oh, I'm just <sighs> stay here. But as, it's I, like, your in fault.
2: My... It's y'all's fault for walking off because we could have just stayed there. We could have camped, bro. I been fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would have worked out real well. Y'all. Uh, but ev- even to your point about Sergeant Dennison, and I'm. I- I've had this conversation. Well, you and I have had it several times. Yeah. Because he al- he also asked me to clear.
2: Yeah, and I know. I also,
1: and I also told him no. It do not um, make me feel any better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. But what he said to me later did. And I know he's told you the same thing, and I'm going to yeah, make he you hear it again. Thing. He told me the same is, thing. Is that when it got to a certain point on that mission? When he realized how dangerous it was, he wasn't gonna let anybody else clear. And I did see he did tell people no. Other people did try to take it from him towards the end. Um so I know you've heard it and you don't believe it, but No,
2: I believe it. I just it makes um, me feel bad because, you know, I was a clearer. I had been clearing the entire time pretty much, and it's just
1: And you were not clearing on that mission because every everyone had said you had done your time. So, the, the moral there. And I know there's nothing I can say to make you to alleviate that guilt. Dude, it's I'm fine.
2: Yeah. I, I just, you know, that mission was... It was it, man.
0: It was it. That was yeah. the breaking point for a lot of people. broke me.
1: I don't broke know me. how...
2: I seriously don't know how I kept walking.
1: Survival, man. Adrenaline. And like, dude, you, you, I know you you've it, shared you the it. picture.
2: I know yeah. you've shared the picture of us at the L.P. checkpoint, and I look so defeated uh, yeah like dude i lost the spark in my eye that day
1: that Man. that picture is war that that i lost that is, yeah. i lost, I lost yeah. the
2: flame of my eye that day yeah and i'm pretty sure i'd never got it back but
1: the, the only thing that kind of detracts from that picture is ibrahimov in the bottom corner of it god like and, he's dude, like, and
2: i asked him i was like, what and I was are like you doing i was like what is wrong with you like are you not just like absolutely destroyed from it and he's like I don't know, I'm just happy to be alive, to be honest. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, that makes sense. Fair but. Enough.
0: But Yeah, that, that picture is a good, I feel like that's one of those pictures yeah, that says a lot. You know. Oh, it it's a it. powerful and picture. To hit,
2: and to add on to that, see, look, we didn't add on to a few more tick marks. Let me add on the other two. <laughs> the other two was uh, Sergeant Nance wasn't there.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm not taking
2: away from anybody else.
1: No, no, I'm
2: not. But Sergeant Nance was also my squad leader and he was my rock the entire time too. Sergeant Ott wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean,
1: we're missing like everybody pretty much. By the end of that mission, who did we have? Sergeant Lloyd was the senior ranking person on the ground as far as NCOs go. Brand new E5. Brand new. Everything else was literally specialists and privates. Well, in it the course happened. of two days, you saw both the squad leader, well, um, one squad leader taken off the battlefield, yeah, uh, another squad leader taken off the battlefield, yeah, um, four or five Joes taken off the battlefield, yeah, um, you know, and then at the end, uh, the platoon sergeant loses his legs, the medic loses his leg, you know, you talk about attrition to the to the complete degree. We had to be rescued. You know? Yeah, we did. You had to be rescued by we the scout We didn't have platoon. anything
2: else to continue.
1: Whatever. We couldn't oh, clear. Man. We had no mine clearing equipment. We were like... Oh, if it those. was up
2: to me, I would have ran towards things. <laughs> that's why you just can't do that in yeah. Afghanistan. You got to have a clearing device. I right. didn't care at that point. Yeah. yeah I would have took off sprinting with it. I would have took off sprinting. Yeah.
1: I think had we known earlier on that if we just followed the creek down, we would have been there. I think we would have just done that. I don't yeah. think... I don't think anybody had the presence of mind. Well, also the the Dell phones had been blown up. Nobody had a map anymore. Like
2: man, I forgot about the Dell phones.
1: Everybody, like, we dude, f- I could
2: see the flag flying. I would have taken an yeah. Sprint.
1: <laughs> so I mean, we, yeah, I mean, it was that was bad, um, as as about as bad as it gets, without people actually dying, and it's a miracle that, that oh, no I, I, to-
2: I told I told Coffee that I was like, how, how. Was it not worse? Yeah, and I mean casualty wise and death oh, yeah. wise. Yeah, Cause lucky man should have been.
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. There, like, everybody has those close calls. Like take those numbers and double them, probably.
0: Yeah,
1: and there were there were a few a few things that kind of contributed to that too. Like the uh, Ramadan, Ramadan kind of things were really getting really bad. Then Ramadan happened, and we kind of had to play this game with Ana. Like Pucker where we'll factor. go out, where we'll go out. They wouldn't go out in a lot of places. They wouldn't go very far. So, whereas we were losing basically a guy a week, suddenly, we're like, okay, we can only go on certain yeah. missions to certain towns now. Um, it didn't mean that we did any less work because low crawl day happened during Ramadan. Um, but like Puckerfucker
2: Puckerfucker ha- happened during Ramadan too.
0: Did it? yeah yeah that was for y'all because
2: the af- I swear to God during the middle of the, like when the sun started going down, they just left the compound. <laughs> to go get like food and stuff and i was like these guys are freaking
1: nuts dude so as we kind of come to a natural conclusion here mm-hmm. um and i mean we could we could talk to you all day uh yeah we'll, uh we don't want to want to push you through too much but at the end of these episodes we we kind of give you the chance to say whatever you want to whoever you want like it's like open floor, whatever Dustin Smothers wants to say. So we want to give you that opportunity in case we didn't t- talk about something that you wanted to talk about. If There's just something you really want to get out there. No, I do. I
2: mean, there's like a thousand things out there, but no, I mean, <laughs> really, I mean, I'm scared to talk, man. I enjoyed being here and talking about that. I was nervous at first, but no, mm-hmm. there's a, we're good. I can tell coffee's got to pee because he's jiggling his leg. <laughs> he's al- he's always got to pee. <laughs>
1: So we can cut this, so... (laughs)